So I want to say, start off with a good evening if you're watching this. I wanted to make a video because, um, you know, as I'm doing some video production classes, Cinema 124, and contemplating some other classes I wanted to take. Uh, but I'm thinking of really making these videos because I care about movies. And, um, you know, lately you've seen up in my, my trashy bed. Lately you've seen a lot of videos that are basically woke or Marvel. Well... There is one movie in particular called Origins, or Origin actually, just came out, and this is a based on a true story about a, a writer, uh, and I'm more than that a bit, but it's based on a true story, and as you could tell, ever since last year, um, you know, Gran Turismo, based on a true story, was good, this year it was, it was, uh, Alan Claw, a few other notable good films, um, that are based on true stories. These movies, more or less, they have you know factual evidence to back them up. So they're basically just building a story on a, on a real life scenario. And that's 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 great because um you know I beat superhero movies any time right now. So what is this movie about? Uh, well. Once I share my screen, you'll see, um, and I'm browsing the web right now doing different things. This movie, Origins, um, Origin actually, it's funny, uh, I forgot to sign in to IMDB. This is a new, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still signing into some things actually, because I, 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 this computer is different to see, Asus, ROG, Ally, anyway, Origins, and you may know this fellow right here. Uh, his name, his name is John, uh, Bonto. He played the Punisher, and, you know, the, the Netflix Punisher. And he plays Brett Hamilton, who is the love interest of Isabel Wickerson. And Wickerson is played by, well, this woman, uh, Anna June Ellis Taylor. And she's, um, the author, uh, of, uh, of a well-known book. And I, I don't quite know the book if I if I look it up real quickly Isabel Wickerson so Isabel Wickerson we're just gonna Wikipedia I know this is not a reliable source but everybody uses it um, minimize myself make myself smaller she is an American journalist this is a picture for from 2010 uh, Texas Book Festival uh, she is the author of The Warmth of Other Sons, The Epic Story of America's Great Migration, and Cast the Origins of Our Descendants, which this is pretty much what the movie Origins is is based on, this book right here. Um, she is the first woman of African-American heritage to win a Pulitzer Prize in journalism. You've had other African-Americans that won Pulitzer Prize, but in journalism. And... Uh, the epic story of it was America's Great Migration. The Great Migration being the 1960s. So, um, she basically tells us how to heal. She interviewed over a thousand people for the warmth of other sons, which documents the strikes, the stories of American African Americans who migrated to northern and western cities during the 20th century. Her book, Cast, Describes the racial hierarchy in the United States as a caste system. Other books were bestsellers. And a caste system is a mixed social group in which an individual is born within a particular system of social 
stratification, a caste system. Within such a system, individuals are expected to marry exclusively within the same caste. In endogamy, follow lifestyles often linked to a particular occupation, hold a ritual status. Uh, interact with others based on cultural notions of exclusion, which uh, I got to move myself out of the way here. Exclusion being social exclusion, some sort of advantage and regulation of sensual terms have been. Anyway, with the Sultan uh, observed within the Hakka and uh, okay, with Sultan caste considered as either more pure or more polluted than others. Basically, what it's saying is it's not just racism. Racism is like a small little piece of a big umbrella. And you can probably see my umbrella in the background. I got it drying, so um, that's that's what that is. You know, I know it's weird, but it has a type of decoration. And basically what this author, Isabel Wilkerson, had discovered amongst her interviews and her, you know, investigation, her, you know, research, was that there's a lot of good stories, you know, involving the Nazis, involving Hitler's regime during the Third Reich, you know, in the World War Two events, involving even decades, you know, centuries before that. Um, and, you know... It's not just really uh, race against race. It's within races. Um, and, and if you and if you look at the movie Mean Girls and you compare white, you know, all the white women, you have three white women who are considered the top of the food chain. As as, as in the bold we take uh, Mean Girls, you know, it's a we take a cinema. It's the cinema experience of the musical that just came out like a few years ago. So not just came out, but came out a few years ago, and. Um, you know, you got three girls who are like the top of the food chain amongst the students. Everybody knows and hates them, loves them and hates them. And then this new girl comes in, and, you know, she challenges the idea. She's smart. She joins a group. Eventually, she becomes the kind of the new leader or the new popular girl, therefore outcasting the other main girl. And that just means that, um, you know, because she had to wear a jumpsuit and she was, she, was allowed, she was allowed to sit, but they were all white. So they don't have to be of different races. They can be individuals of the same race. And what I say to those three girls is they were the top most popular, but there was only there was one at the very, very top of that three-person pyramid, that triad, that was dominant over everybody. And, and the other two girls had to listen to her. And if the other two girls did, then the third girl had to listen to her. So they had to listen to their leader. And this, this animalistic, you know, atop the food chain, this, you know, the animal ch kingdom, that they, as they described in Mean Girls, um, you know, year 2024, one just came out, uh, like, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, actually. It, it, it describes on a small scale what a caste system is, based off what, uh, Wickerson had discovered. Because um, it, she talks about racial hierarchy, but it starts out as a hierarchy within one particular uh, race or ethnic group or a cultural group. It's not really; it, it doesn't even go to races. It just goes to a certain uh, a group. Um, if you look at Africans, there was those that were leaders and those that were like scientists and scholars and those that were considered outcasts. You know, based off you know like things like uh, mental capability, skills. Physical powers, powers, powers of you know what they contributed, and what this you know what this Wilkers, what this woman Wilkerson discovered was um, when it comes to like 
will mendic relationships certain relationships were planned uh orchestrated to maintain the race to make sure you have strong offspring and this is kind of like breeding animals in a way you know you breed strong animals with good genes in order to make you know an offspring with good genes and uh so you won't have any uh uh or defects as you'd say and this is in human behavior as well and really um it's quite phenomenal this actually leads to racism First, it led to slavery of Africans, then it led to racism. Um, but those are just two two, uh, two bullet points in, in, in the big uh, essay uh, that, you, that, you, that you would expect Holt to write or anybody that write on the, uh, the caste system. Uh, and I, if you're really more interested, I guess, you know, check this book out. You know, um, it's a non-fictional book. She's based on research by Random House. But anyway, back to the movie. So, the movie, it stars Taylor as Wickerson. And, you know, you've got Nancy Nash plays her cousin Maria, or Million. Um, and, you know, she's kind of like supporting her cousin or sister. I think it's her sister. Um, she marries this guy, so she marries, so Wickerson marries a white guy, Brett Hamilton, played by John Bonthor. Um, who played the Punisher, once again, I mentioned that. And the movie kind of starts out with, this, the book of sin is not having, she has only written like one book, so she's doing other things, but she's commissioned or requested by Amari Selvin, played by Blair Underwood. And he, what happens is at the very beginning, a motor, a certain motor takes place. Um, and, well, there you go. Trayvon Martin, and that's funny because this guy, who he was, a, he was an African American boy, was killed before George Floyd. Um, Trayvon Martin, um, yeah, may he rest in peace. He he had a brutal execution um, because apparently it wasn't a white man that killed him. It was the de- it, it, he was killed by an Hispanic man, a Latino. In a white neighborhood, and you know that story—the Latino man was claiming self-defense. But how is it self-defense if you go after the individual and you follow the individual in the truck? And for some reason, that didn't click with me. And it didn't click with me until I actually saw the name in the credits. Thank God for I- IMDb. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you. But yeah, so it's now it makes sense because of Trayvon about Trayvon Martin uh, and that makes this movie more actually I want to go see the second time now so yeah um the man that killed Trayvon Martin he you know he claimed it was self defense but people were like why how can it be self defense if you follow him in a truck you follow the guy on when he was he was walking on foot and he was in a truck you were in a truck so and I remember reading that and I was thinking if you're in a truck and following somebody who's on foot that does not look like self defense that's that's a plot to commit murder. And, yeah, we even see this man, this woman, Stephanie Marsh, who played in the Law & Order Criminal Intent series, as well as the SVU series. She was a prosecutor. She plays Bicky. You know, and that's... It's getting hot in here. Uh, Nick Offerman plays a plumber named Dave. Uh, oh, Varma from Flamingo plays Kate. You know, for, from, for, uh, she's from Bates Motel. She's from uh, uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. She's also from the uh, Conjuring series. 
Her daughter is also in the Nun series, Nun 1 and 2. But anyway, moving on. So, Miles Frost plays Trayvon Martin, who, you know, this was this was kind of like the whole movement. It was like a, 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 a Civil War movement. I don't know, not, not like a Civil War, but a mini Civil not Not a mini, but kind of like a... You know, it was the 1960s, but a lot of people went 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 behind. A lot of you know the African American community, African American community, you know they 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 made themselves known after Trayvon Martin as well as George Floyd. But Trayvon Martin in particular was very very um, heartfelt in America and the West of the world because this this young African American that was like a minor, I think it was like seven six fifteen to seventeen years old at the time, died. Un unnecessarily and now the story was being covered by um by the by wickerson and played by taylor <clears throat> and in the movie she gets emotional but she keeps herself very very uh professional she doesn't just scream at people and yell and get all emotional you know like you see black women doing she actually contains herself because she's trying to do research gain evidence to write a book and to make her voice hold about this matter but he he's what you say maybe the catalyst or the spark that sparks this research and and she's not even like she doesn't even want to do it at first she's she's sought out by by uh Mr. Selvin here played by Blair Underwood and she still has doubts about it but then you know she listens to the tape and she imagines the death and you see kind of like this background story of Trayvon Martin being killed by this latino man in a white neighborhood um and she starts to feel pacing back and forth and she's troubled so she's like you know what I'll take the story you know, I'll take the case, so to speak. So she starts investigating. She starts interviewing people. She starts finding things, figuring things out, uh, uh, establishing patterns, and she meets people. And she goes to different countries, by mind you. She, she goes to different countries, and she gets different opinions. You know, different facts. And one of the most important facts that she gains is that um, while you have the whole aspect of slavery in America, during the, uh, sorry, the discrimination in America in the 1930s and 40s and even 50s, at the same time you had the same thing in Germany with the with the Germans uh, disliking and killing the Jews. They even have this whole plot. They have this whole plot in the movie. You see that the Germans were planning to make the Jews look like they were bad people by blaming the 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 whole uh, um, they blamed the uh, Germany's losing World War One World War One not two but one on the Jews if you if you learn from your history and and so they blamed it on the Jews and they wanted the Jews to be blamed because if they look bad like that then all of Germany will hate the Jews and want to kill off the Jews they you know they burn the books they destroy the property they they shave their heads they make them smaller they they put them in this this detrimental cast, so it's like the outcast, the, you know. And despite the money that they had, despite how wealthy they are, despite how financially fluent they were, well, you know, they and they had money. Money didn't matter, and it's kind of kind of reminds me of Killers of the Flower Moon, when you had all these uh, uh, American Indians with money in the Osage, uh, uh, Osage tribe, 
because um, they found some oil and they sold it to wealthy white people who needed the oil for the automobiles and the trains and the boats. And they and the, and the Native American Indians, the Osage, got got rich off of it, fairly wealthy, or at least fairly wealthy. But then you know, so and so found out, and you should you know look up the name. He found out how to uh, um, uh, basically plot against the Osage and have the the people who had the head whites, uh. In order to, in order to, you know, they they married that they married the Native American Indians, and then the, those husbands or wives would kill the other spouse that had the head whites to the money, so that they would get the money. Because if, like, for example, if she dies, he gets the money eventually. But they have to wipe out every other immediate family member of a bloodline, including her mother, her dad was already dead, uh, her, her sister, two sisters. So she loses two sisters. A daughter and a mother, all women, and she's the only one remaining in that movie. Kills of the Flower Moon, another great movie from last year, this past year. But uh, basically, Robert De Niro played William Hale, and Hale was the one that was responsible for orchestrating the death of certain Osage members, Native American Indians, because he wanted to basically wipe them out to the point where they can get the headwise and therefore get the money. And that is an example of a waste to another waste of you know of caste system, you know. But it's not like this entirely. Um, the Jews pretty much were, you know, they they already had issues with the, you know, the, you know uh, Egyptians, you know, and, and Egyptians were Africans, Egyptians in Eastern Africa. So the Africans were, I put the Jew, Jews back then they were known as Hebrews, and this is an Exodus, the second book of the Bible, or the Old Testament of the Bible, of the Holy Bible, and what the, um, you know. Uh, Moses, you know the story of Moses, and what happens is basically they're enslaved. The Jews are enslaved, uh, and when since the Hebrews are enslaved, they're the ones who build, build the pyramids of Giza. The the Egyptians really didn't do it; it was the Jews that did it. But the Africans essentially enslaved the Jews, and um, this was an example of caste system. And, and it's not about race; it's about finding out who is more inferior to you. To deciding who's inferior and who's superior, and they talk about this. Anyway, um, so I, I, you should really watch the movie in order to understand exactly how this caste system works. Or at least do research and then go see the movie. But I just wanted to share with you some, some you know things. This is from CNN, and this is these two seem the same. So if you look at like you know this is it starts from you know Yahoo News and then it links you to CNN. But opinion, origin. Brilliantly exposes America's caste system. Here's how we tear it down. And I'm not going to read through it, but... Um, in a week when the president candidate the U.S. is not a racist country, and his rival, we've never been a racist country, the release of the, of the movie could not be more timely. So basically, with this whole campaign, whatever it's saying, this, the release of this movie is just perfect. With this statement, with with what's going on now, uh, written and directed by an exceptionally talented, blah blah blah. The, the, I'm sorry, Ava DuVernay, Ava DuVernay, a masterful adapt adaptation of Isabel Wilkerson's best-selling book, *Cast the Origins of Our Descendants*, unflinchingly demonstrates that the U.S. is indeed a racist country and has been since its very inception. After underpinning that racism is what Wilkerson refers to as a caste system so effective at preserving the domination of white people over everyone else, 
because white people are the dominant and everybody who's not white is considered a minority. That is, blacks, Hispanics, Latinos, Asians, uh, biracial people like me, multiracial people like me. Uh, just said that. What was I? That that the Nazis were inspired by it. Cast Wilkerson says is the system that creates subject, su subjugation. So basically, there's this whole thing in, in in that the Nazis are having a meeting in Germany, and they 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 receive. You know all this news from uh, from America that America has incorporated a caste system where they've made the white superior to the blacks, and they said we could do something similar to that with the Jews. So basically, what happens in America inspires the whole Nazi killing Jews movement in Germany in the 1940s and 50s. And so let me take a drink of Pepsi. What Wilkerson refers to in her book as the false god of race was invented by slave-owning European colonists as a convenient way of identifying at a glance who belonged to which caste and who belonged to whom. That's interesting. You know, back to you know, the, the slave traders and stuff, they wanted to buy slaves, and so they had to identify, well, who's built, who can work harder, who's stronger, who can run faster. They categorized and organized, grouped them, and it shows the people being, being put on slave boats and uh, some dying and some being so cramped that they didn't have any room, they barely had enough room to breathe. You know, back then, you know, the Mayflower was one of them, I think. A lot of the, some of the some of the slaves were able to jump off of the boat and they died at sea, but they'd rather do that than die in some as someone's property, because the harsh environment that they were in on the boat would just be the begin would be just the beginning of the harshness that they would experience for like the next 300 years. Probably got that wrong, but uh, the or the movie Origins, for which opened on well, least Friday, will leave no American viewer in any doubt that they were still living under a system designed entirely for the manufacture, justification, codification, and, per and perpetration of hate based on skin color. Movies like this have a crucial role to play in keeping America's Americans confront, helping Americans confront the history. But we need to do more than learn about and honor the dead. We need to liberate the very, the living and their descendants, which is true. Uh, boldly choosing to turn non-fiction book into a biographical drama, it focuses on the writer's journey. So it's not just about people getting emotional about it. It's not just about strikes and holding signs. This is before. I mean, this is not about that. This is about one writer in particular. Whole, whole endeavor in interviewing people in different countries. She said have over, she had over a thousand, over one thousand interviews. She is basically going around the entire globe. Don't know what our countries, um, but she goes to Germany. She goes to another. She goes like to India. She even goes to India and she finds there's a man in particular, a doctor in particular, that figures out a caste system. He, he researches the caste system in his own country, India, and discovers that that is very, very similar, about the same as the one in America when it comes to the whites and blacks, uh, the Caucasians and African Americans. So we follow the Wilkerson's travel as she dissects caste, comparing and connecting its devastating impact on those it places at the bottom of the, of the social hierarchy. The dialects previously known as untouchables in India Jews in Nazi Germany and black people in the U.S.
And so these untouchables in, in India, basically they were people that they had to put on oil and the only thing they had was oil and themselves to keep them safe. Keep them safe from what? Well, they were basically responsible for cleaning out the toilets in India. When, you know, you know, in people's feces, that's the shit. Uh, and they had to keep the pipes clean to keep them from clogging so that, so the sept, so the systems, those septic, those septic systems wouldn't be backed up. And these people, only some people were chosen, and they did this for, as, as, as a incentive, as, as a reward, so to speak, they got rations of food. They didn't get, like, good, good food, they got rations of food, basically leftovers, I, I think. And, um... Yeah, so you can, I will include this link in the article here. Uh, go ahead and get my OneNote started. I I should have set up before I, I, I did it, but, uh, you know, it's it's like, it's getting late, and, uh, I just, I just kind of, I just want to, you can fast forward to what's going to be next, because it's going to take me a little bit of time. Sure. I look to, look forward to seeing other reviews. Anyway, um, let pin this. So the whole the whole idea is that it talks about the caste system, and the brilliant a brilliant caste, by the way. Yeah, do you see what I just did though? One's one one is with the e, one is with the without. One is with the e, one is without. Yeah. So yes, once again, written and directed directed by Ava Duvonay Duvonay. Uh oh, enough's called writing credits goes to Isabel Wickerson. You know, because she's the inspiration for the character played by Andrew Nay Ellis Taylor. Um, there's a book again, The Origins of Our Dis uh, Discontents. The Origins of Our Discontents. Hmm. What that means? Lack of contentment, dissatisfaction in one's circumstances. The origins of how we feel. Our negativity. Our Frustration, unhappiness. A person who is dissatisfied typically with the prevailing social and political situation. The cause... Attractive. Yep. That's pretty much us, Americans. So, anyway, uh... Yep, that's... those those that. And... So, so the character, she loses some notable people. Uh, Wilkerson loses, first she loses her husband, uh, Brett Hamilton. I believe he's her husband. It never really shows his death. Like, it shows him lying down on the floor, but it never, I don't, I don't think it does, anyway. I have to watch it. I will watch it a second time. It doesn't show what cause, what his cause of death was. Um... But it's very interesting because, you know, he marries a black woman and, uh, or he's with a black woman. And, you know, there's this, there's this joke about, about her mom, by, uh, Wilkerson's mom that, uh, I believe she, uh, Ruby, Ruby Wilkerson, played by Emily Yancey. She pretty much says that, you know, that boy, meaning Trayvon Martin, 
Hugh, should have, should not have looked that white man in the eye. She should have just he should have just kept his head down. Um, and they and and everybody else in the room disliked what she said. They didn't like hearing that, especially uh, Wickerson and her sister, Marion. But what happened was is her mother was saying, based on her own experience, she should have just, you know, been submissive because that's how you stay alive as an African American, as, as a as a black woman, as a black person, that's how you stay alive. But, uh, and this this actor, this you know, he 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 should get more kudos for this. Um, I really now that I know that he played Trayvon Martin. I, I gotta try my best to get this movie known because I, I keep looking at at, at uh, the seating, like AMC theaters, as I get the ticket, and it's like, honestly, it's like, uh, and I got a ticket for Cowboy Bebop in like at two thirty, so I gotta get some sleep. I got the I got the show and 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 out of pen, but uh, um, get tickets. I'm gonna get tickets. And while I'm at it, I'm going to duplicate this tab. Go ahead and pin this for a particular reason. Uh, let's see. So I I'm just going to show Metreon 16. I I'm going to show, I'm going to go Sunday. I'm going to show two different theaters. Go back and forth. There's origins, and I'm gonna just go ahead and open each and every one of these. And this is at Kabuki 8, and this is on Sunday the 21st, in a few hours from now. And I'm gonna go ahead and minimize myself here, hide this, as you probably know what that is. That's just the seating information, the seating chart. This is pretty much one o'clock, 4:15. Seven fifteen. There's only two people right now, and nobody at, at nine forty. And this is tomorrow, and so I could be by myself then, if I sit at Kabuki Eight. And so, uh, anyway, there's not there's barely any seats taken, so this movie is not really known right now. And okay, so, oh, on. Go back to the stuff first. So here, let's let's do times of symbol, and this is at Metreon 16, second, uh, the second, the perhaps the first AMC theater in San Francisco. The second is Kabuki 8, so there's only two in San Francisco. The other one is in Oakland. So one o'clock. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, once again, not that many people. Let me do that again. Hide this. Not that many people, and I understand the time because some people like uh, you know, got like you know church and stuff like that or whatever. There's only four people at 7:30, ain't that something? Nobody at 9:20. Now I don't expect people at 9:20 because it's not that big of a movie, but you'd think there'd be like at least 15 seats. I mean, if not at 7:30, then maybe I don't know like 10, 12, maybe 13. Uh, let's see, what time do I have Cowboy Bebop? I got two thirty, right? So it's going to end about maybe four thirty. I'm gonna get me. A, I'm gonna go ahead and get a ticket. Can't do it at one. 
We can't do it at 415. I'm going to go ahead and do it for 7.30, I believe. Maybe I'll do it for 9.20. And you can always fast forward this if you want. Um, maybe this, how much would it be without it? And I'll share without it. Okay. I'm going to pin this tab. So 920. I highly encourage people to go see this movie. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm saving myself 1849. This movie is at least, it's, 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 it's good for at least one, at the very least, one showing. I don't understand it. You know, it's, it's weird. It's weird. But I'll buy, buy my food later. Uh, what do they have? I'm they got popcorn. Oh my god, these slides are really good. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead. Let's not get too sidetracked, mind you. Make sure my mic is on. Save myself 1849. That's, that's your AMC Stubbs A-list savings right there. That's what I have. A-list. Go ahead and purchase that. Let that process. And I just got to make sure that I'm showing my stuff here. Sharing my screen. Hope I'm not showing any private information. I don't want to care about the offers unless they got something specific. Go ahead and add it to my calendar. Google Calendar. I use Google Calendar since I have an Android phone. I'm not trying to show up my business, but. Okay. this and the next one is like 9 to 940 I kind of want to go to the Kabuki 8 though I wonder what those times for we check those I really love this PC this computer it's fast I'm thinking about going to actually Kabuki 8 and eating in, in, in Japantown in San Francisco I love San Francisco and I love I love Japantown that's what it's Chinatown but I can I like to eat though Salmon teriyaki at one of the restaurants, and then go see a movie. So I can go see Cowboy Bebop, then go to Japantown eat. Then while well, I'm in Japantown, see a movie at 7:15 at Kabuki 8, or perhaps even 9:40. I might change my ticket. I don't know. Anyway, so this this movie is is a it's, it's quite amazing actually. Um, and I'm trying to remember as much as possible what'll happen because um, pardon me as I go through all these things here uh, that you know. Microsoft just has. Um, as I as I go as I go, what happens? You know, and I'm just going to talk to more about the story, about about about, you know, seeing the story. As they basically write this review, it's not what we get when we see a successful black female intellectual as the main character in a movie. So. Yada yada yada. I'm included link in this, and I'm gonna do Yahoo's actually. Uh, Yahoo is you know because I found it via Yahoo. So let me do it like this. Go ahead and do it like that. Okay. 
Foley choosing to tone Wilkerson's nonfiction book into a bi- bi- biographical drama, Devonay focuses on the water's journey. Struggling to cope with the personal tragedy, Wilkerson is horrified by the audio of the 19... Of, of nine nine one one call, not nine eleven, but nine one one call that recorded Trayvon Martin's killing, and feels compelled to investigate what lies beneath racism. So basically, what happened was was this the the person who killed Trayvon Martin, um, he called the he called nine one one and pretended that this guy was um, up to something, and he's following him around. So he gives him description. He gives a description of him. Uh, and since he shows a description of him, he basically he tells he tells a description of him, and he makes it seem like he's innocent, like he's basically just keeping an eye on the individual and seeing what's happening, and and, and basically talking about. Um, I gotta I gotta fix this. Talk talking about like this individual is about to cause some trouble. It looks like, and uh, he's reporting it to. Uh, to the police, you know, acting like he's innocent, um, so it's like a, a white man doing neighborhood watch duties against a black man, a black boy, by the way, um, and, but he actually goes up to him and shoots Trayvon, and then, and then a woman hears it, and she, like, she sees, she sees, you know, you hear gunshots, and she reports the, the model, and that's when it goes widespread, and I, and I think that this one Wilkerson is responsible for even for for spread widespread in the story even more. I mean, you know, um, so so anyway, let's continue. Uh, allowing Cole to be the film's heroine helps advance the the the, the, the movie's narrative, drawing hard-hitting depictions of key historical moments and present-day encounters. Duvernay faithfully tells Wilkerson's story while the author on screen character while the author's on screen character portrayed by Andrew Andrew Ellis Taylor, I gotta learn how to pronounce names, relates the story of our country's faulty foundations. So basically they it's, it's kinda like an essay. Movies are like visual essays. They compare what happened in the past with what's going on now. It all starts with this current in by the film now and the film's narrative. What is going on in current events and how that relates to past events such as the um the what happened to the Jews in Germany, uh, what's going on in India uh, so many centuries ago, what happened with uh, the slaves on the boat. Those are at least three good historical moments. Even more so, there's more historical moments involving different characters, there's like, I think a total of three or four of them, and it all starts with this man, he plays a character named Allison Davis, and he's played by Asher Baker, and then you have Elizabeth Davis, I think that's either his sister or his wife, played by Jasmine Sivas Jones, and I will show you a picture of them real quick, and, and these two, what these two do, is they essentially... Essentially, they, uh, along with these two, August Landmesser, played by Finn Whitwalk, and Alma Ickler, played by Victoria Petrini. These two couples, um, actually, they don't, they don't, it's not them two, it's another two, it's, um, another, another white couple. They, the four of them investigate the incidents in Germany, as well as other things, and they write about it. And, in a way, 
Wickerson is walking with them, even though, you know, one group is dead and she's alive, and it's like a time gap, obviously. She's walking with the individuals, and she's using what they've already found and comparing it with everybody else, including what the doctor found. And the doctor, um... Man, this is, this is getting a little bit... Anyway, uh, you just have to watch the movie for yourself. I mean, I can't, I, I really, I, I can't quite see the pictures. Maybe if I, Dr. Wickerson? Maybe. I'll have to see the picture to make sure. So this guy plays one of the characters, a key character, as well as, okay, it's not going to show that person. This is also one of the key characters. I just want to show their faces so you can get familiar with them. I better close out some of these tabs. back in the book before the hourglass runs out. Or I become one of them. Freeze forever on the page. Look, I'm sorry, but that's insane. And that can't happen. Everything that's happening now is insane and can't happen. Let's begin, right. shall we? This is Apple TV Plus, the streaming service with something for everyone. Thanks, Let's go. New releases every week. The best movie. As well as he, I think he's my. I think he's biracial too, or multiracial anyway. Um, they're basically two light-skinned. Uh, um, I'm not gonna say African Americans because I don't know if the characters themselves are African Americans, but basically they live amongst uh, you know, black black people, and then of course light-skinned black people or or colored individuals, light-skinned colored colored light-skinned colored individuals are treated differently uh, about whites and blacks. Um, you know, we're not really seen, especially a long time ago, as fully black, so therefore we seen as either better than blacks, but not so good as whites. Like white in between, we get some of the benefits of whites, but we don't get all of it. But we get more than black people would. Historically, anyway. Um, and so, that's also from my experience. So, so I'll take it personally as well, because there's also mixed characters, or mixed-looking characters in this film. So, I'll, there's a personal stake in it for me. Um, so, if you're biracial and you happen to like the fact that there's biracial people in movies now, such as the film Grand Turismo, based on your story, there's another inspiration for you. Anyway, um, so, yeah. Uh, he plays a character, a key character. And, and... We're trying to close out some of these apps because uh, a lot of this is so that so this doctor he you know he he finds out um, about the about in India and well Wilkerson what's about them all uh, how would I rate this movie it's I, I'm probably gonna give it like at least a seven point five right now if not an eight I want to watch it a second time to give it more of a fail review a fail evaluation because quite frankly it's it was really good the first time and you know it's two and a half hours not too long and it's based on a true story it's based on a writer's research and what she did to basically not, not you know she 
the beginning of all this is currently is Trayvon Martin, and to relate what happened to him to all the other issues like Nazis and slavery and and something in India, and you wouldn't expect that in India, you know. Uh, as well as other countries, this caste system is developed in other countries, perhaps every other country, in faith, religion, um, ethnicity, and culture that we just don't know about. So there's more behind the scenes. There's more than to meets the eye than just racism. If you don't know really what that means, it's like basically race is based on your physical, skin deep characteristics. Or attributes, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is basically the very shallow way of looking at it. You have to look deeper into behavior, which defines culture and language, which together, along with customs and ex other, other 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 methods of expression, including art, that's music, theater, pictorial art, whatever, what have you. Those types of expression go into human behavior, which creates culture and ethnicity, and that is a much broader category than just merely weight than race. And so, if you look at it from that perspective, that ethnic versus race perspective, that ethnic group, ethnicity versus race perspective, you will find out exactly what a caste system is. Or you can look at the film that came out two weeks ago, titled Mean Girls.